Hey there, boys and girls. It's me, Cameron Stewart, and I make up one half of the Westsiders, and I'm here with the other half here, which means the entire 100% of the Westsiders are here, back in your, in your ear. Taylor. <laughs> back in that ass. Yes. Uh, the NBA season starts tomorrow. The Pacer season doesn't, so the, the real official season starts on Wednesday against the Memphis Grizzlies. How excited are you? <coughs> Sorry, I'm very excited. I can't even talk. I'm choking on my lungs. Choking my out. Air. So excited. Um, I, I, I think, think when you coughed, I literally saw the word excitement come out like like a vapor. Like it's pretty crazy it's from my vape. Um, cool vapes. No, I think this is the most excited I've been for a season in some years, especially with nobody thought it'd be a good season last year, and it was. So now expectations are risen even higher. I think yeah. it's it's and they'll meet expectations. Actually, you know what? They're still being overlooked. In Indiana, expectations bit. are higher. But I think they're still being overlooked pretty harshly. That's yeah, normal I, Indiana. I don't want to I don't want to spoil the pod here, but I think the Pacers are the at best, the third best team in the East. And I don't see anyone putting them third. I, I see a lot of four, a lot of five. I've seen a couple sixes. I don't Way see that. Um, so, yeah. I mean, expectations to me are there. Yeah. I, uh, and they're they're meetable. Very meetable. You can accomplish these. Yes. I. It's almost scary to me because when I'm a, I'm a little pessimist boy. And there's <laughs> – there are – Anytime I like think something is safe, it ends up not being safe. And I feel like there's – I can't imagine a scenario where the Pacers don't win like 44 games, like at least. Yeah, I mean there's there's things that can happen, which I won't even mention, that can make a team – That's what terrifies me. But, that's but that what, happens that's, with everybody. Yeah, yeah any like, team. That could happen at any point. Um, but we were, we were blessed by a, uh, a sham shank. We got Woj Bombs. We got Sham Shanks. Right before we get Sham Shanked, I just want to say I'm I'm very happy uh, that we have expectations for the Pacers. Yeah, I mean you could because this like, was very very depressing about a year ago. Yeah, uh, and down of the dumps, and they turned it on our head, thankfully. And it could be another year of that, but instead it's not. We're talking about a three seed. Who would have thought that last year? Yeah, it's we're Indiana sports fans are pretty spoiled. I feel like I'm happy. I'm happy what about the? it. I mean, you get you get spoiled with the Colts for however many years, and they suck now. But that's that's a different podcast on a different day that we haven't graded yet. Um, but I mean, we had a lot of good years at the Pacers, a lot of bad years. But then we get a, like a seamless transition into a better team. So yeah, it seems like we're one pretty is fortunate a, for that. Pacers or Colts, one of them is always good, and the Pacers yeah. seem really good. So you know what that says about the uh, the other team that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's yeah. a really big, expensive uh, downtown area. For all my damn taxes are going to that team. <sighs> Gross. One in five. Anyways, so the sham shank we got today, we got blessed with some good content. Sham shank. <laughs> Miles Turner was um, extended <coughs> for four years, and I never saw if it was 70 or 80 million. Sham uh, said 80. It's being reported 72 million. Uh, but it can go up to eighty million with bonuses. Okay. And I love don't you go, don't you love a good bonus? Don't you I love, love incentives? I love something that'll that'll make make a man work. I love I love that carrot dangling in front of your head. You can have just, a you can have a salary, but you can up that salary if you if you work your ass off a little harder. 
Yeah, Miles. I feel like Miles probably needs some motivation too. Yeah, and I just love I love it when you can add. I feel like it, it's rarely done in the NBA. I feel like it's an NFL thing where it's like, oh, we'll sign you to low money, but if you do really well, you get. I love it when the NBA teams do it because then you, you you don't end up with deals like Deion Waiters where uh, he gets a lot of money and starts eating Philly cheesesteaks and falls <laughs> off the wagon again. Um, so I love that Miles in great shape. I I kind of like the timing of it too. Because do you remember a couple of years ago? I think it was opening night, or it might have been the home opener, or one of the opening games. Miles went for like thirty points and fifteen rebounds on the Mavericks, mm-hmm. um, and we all thought Miles was just the second coming. Yeah. yeah, and it was all disappointing basically from that point on. I mean, it wasn't a terrible season, but that was the high point, peaked peaked out the gate, mm-hmm. and uh, so I kind of like the the timing of it because if he goes out and has a good first week or so. Then we start looking at that deal, and we start feeling a little better about it. Oh yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, and he could he could finally turn the corner, which I've probably said it on here and in just generally a million times. But this is kind of Kevin Pritchard drafts Lamarcus Aldridge, and Kevin Pritchard says in his fourth year, that's when Lamarcus Aldridge turned the corner to an All Star caliber guy. Miles in his fourth year. Nobody would know better than Kevin Pritchard, so hopefully that stands true between the two guys. Yeah, I'm, and it'd look really good too if he had an All Star season after that big money. Yeah, and he we've seen a lot of things. He's in great shape. He's doing kickboxing on his head and learned He's a gymnastics professional now, or whatever he's doing now, um, doing the Victor Oladipo, getting in great shape. Um, which I don't, I, I don't always buy. That that means much. Workout uh, warriors, but There's I do like warriors. I do like that Miles is working hard going into a, a season where he was trying to get paid. But either way, I don't. It, the only the way you get paid in the NBA is by performing. So if he's looking to perform, yeah. whether it's to get money or to be a better basketball player, I'm sure he would like both. But uh, either way, I, I like it. Um, I think he's definitely a player. There's max money, and then there's like rookie max money getting off your rookie deal. So yeah. he's earning. Is it? 18 million a year um, if he doesn't reach a single incentive, which we're not sure of yet. Um, hopefully, those details come out soon or ever. Um, but 20 million a year uh, for a, an above average, right now, I feel like he's an above average starting center, like yeah. a top 15 center. So even if he doesn't get any better at all, I feel like he's a he's a starter and he's a good starter. Yeah. Um, and if he gets better, uh, we all know there's a different le- uh, level that's out there for him. And if he reaches that, then obviously that becomes a very good contract. So that's a that's a pretty good. Not only is it a, a that news is a good content fluffer, but it's also going to serve for a good segue into what I would like to know. How how would you? predict Miles Turner's season going. What do you expect from him this year? I'm an optimist. Realistically. I'm an optimist, um, but I also I saw some troubling things last year. Um, but every year, I think, uh, I believe in guys who are 3 and D, um, and that often gets limited to just wings, but point guards can be 3 and D, bigs are 3 and D. If you can do those things, uh, stretch the floor, no matter what your position is, you're going to be able to stay on the floor. And Miles is a great shot blocker, pretty good defender. Um, he's a better shot blocker than defender, I would say. Um, blocks don't tell the whole story. Yeah. But 
<clears throat> he's he definitely can be a monster on defense some nights. Um, I like to see it a little more consistently. Um, but also, he can shoot the ball really well for his position, and that's. I know I don't know if you've been big on Pacers Twitter, but that's a. There's been a lot of interesting comments by Nate McMillan um, and some local guys on like the Indy Star um, about Miles not shooting and becoming more of a traditional center. Which, I don't know if I like it that. Seemed, yeah, I don't like that at all. I mean, you already kind of have a traditional center in Domas, so that that gives you the flexibility to have a guy like Miles. And by traditional center, um, I think he definitely needs to improve the skills that are that come with being a traditional center of rebounding, post game, <laughs> the um, most simple things. Yeah, like and, those and, things, like he can get better at, and that would be better. But I still don't want him to be that. I think that's really the only thing <clears throat> he would need to improve on. Unfortunately, they're like the two biggest things. But if he can improve on those things, I'm fine. And I think you can. I think he can improve on rebounding pretty easily. If you just focus on it and care, you're going to be that big hitter. And you just have to put an emphasis on it um, and put a body on somebody. It's not that hard to learn. Um, yeah. So, I mean, there's you can go either way that he should have learned that by now, or it's easy to learn. You can go either way. Um, but I'm optimistic. Uh, he seems like a seems like a good guy, um, which is dumb to say, but I think. I think he wants to get better. Yeah. He wouldn't have worked his ass off this summer if that wasn't the case. Um, and if he wants to get better, he's probably going to get better because he's got all the tools to to be almost – he's almost like a unicorn. He's like a poor man's like version of those guys. Like He can yeah. do the same things. He just doesn't do them as well. We'll just – we'll see if, you know, he just wanted to look really cool and do some crazy workouts and post it or if he actually put in time to get better at basketball not just to get in shape because it's not just about being in shape. So it also kind of makes me wonder too. You don't you never really saw him post a lot of basketball workouts, really. So maybe he's working on some stuff he doesn't really want people to know. I don't know. Yeah. That's deep optimism. The post I'd like to see him really just on offense just be able to post up little guys. I don't want him to go post up centers and just give it to him on the block, but Everybody's switching now on in the NBA on defense. Um, so I don't remember what it was exactly. I think it was against the Celtics. There was a moment where they had a point guard on them, and Miles just couldn't post them up. Um, couldn't really do anything with it. And those are the things that, if the Pacers want to become want to take another step forward from last year, they have Miles has to be able to take advantage of that and make teams that switch pay. Um, it's the simplest thing. It's, yeah, he's got all the tools. He's got a such. He's got great touch. Um, you would think just a little turnaround flip shot be easy. Uh, would be good enough, um, but it just seems tougher than it probably should be um, for him. So hopefully that changes. I'm cautiously optimistic that it will. Uh, can he be in the in the running for MIP this year? I mean, he, he could be. Anybody could be, I guess. Will he be? I would say no. Um, I just don't. I don't know. He, he was already pretty good last year. He was disappointing, but his numbers, I don't. I can't see him averaging. I feel like he'd have to average yeah, like 18, like, yeah. 19, and 10 or yeah. like 20 plus, um, and I'm not sure. I think the Pacers are too balanced as a team to have and two guys, to have Victor averaging 24, 25, and have – Miles averaging another 20. Um, I mean, it's possible, but 
I don't know. They just don't seem to run plays for him, yeah. um, which you have to be deserving of it. Um, so I'm not blaming Nate McMillan for not running plays for him. Yeah, I'm kind of blaming Miles for not being not ready for good it. enough for it. So, yeah. So it would take would, that type of leap for me. If like, you have to put up 18 and 9 or 20 and 8. That something. would be a hell of a jump. Yeah. He um, was average about 13 and 7 last year. Um, so that would be a, a big jump. And also I think they tend to value guys who make the leap from good to great um, a little bit more than the Spencer Dinwiddies of the world. We've, we've seen it before, and we've actually seen it uh, just last year on yeah. our own team. So it's possible. Yeah, 12.7 and 6.4 last year for Miles. So, I don't know. He averaged 14 and 7 the year before that. So, I don't know. He's shown he's, shown he's capable. But I, I would I – would, his uh, basketball reference is per 36 is 16.7 and 8.4. He's not going to play 36 minutes a night. It'd probably be around 30. So, I could – it would take, yeah, it would take about 18 and 9, 18 and 10. So, like, and I don't think, I don't. I feel like that may not even be good enough because it's not, like, a really flashy jump. Yeah. The Pacers so. would have to make a jump as, uh, jump as a team to make yeah. that noticeable, I think. Yeah. Um, so, speaking on most improved players, I think this is really kind of uh, – not a good prediction to try and try and get, um, but Victor Oladipo. I really don't think I don't think he needs to improve on anything really, other than needs to, other than his consistency. Like he disappeared for some games, and you know he had a few games where he's putting up like twelve, and that's gonna happen. You're gonna have bad games, but it seems like. Towards the end of the year, it just kind of died out. Yeah, there is definitely Victor Mania early on that I wouldn't say it died down, but it definitely quieted down a little bit. Um, yeah, but he, I think that he might be due for a little bit of regression. I don't know if he'll put up the same numbers, uh, but I don't know if he has to. Um, that's the thing. Like, I don't need to. He doesn't need to go and score twenty eight a night. It's not going to happen. Doesn't need to happen. He's putting up twenty three last year, and they almost made the second round of the playoffs, and would have probably went deeper. So, so, I don't really think he needs to do too much more. Yeah, if you can get the same from him, uh, he's twenty six. So, hopefully, I mean, you'd expect him to be a little bit better, and maybe, maybe you learn things um, going through what he went through from being a. I don't. I don't know if I would even say a role player, but he definitely wasn't the primary guy um, ever before. Um, so maybe he learned things. Maybe he saw some things that he didn't anticipate from defenses last year. Uh, maybe the Cavaliers series made him more of a ball handler and playmaker, um, getting rid of the ball. Um, but I. That's not. I wouldn't. That's not his fault. That no, for I, what happened last year. And I. As the other Pacers. And you've seen it yourself. I mean, he's willing to put in the work and do what he needs to to get better. So if he just keeps doing that, I mean, he can get better. Maybe he can end up averaging 26, 28 points. Who knows? Are you prepared for uh, Dan Dockich the first week if Victor averages like 16 points a game for uh, Dockich to start? Oh, Old Depot needs to get in the gym and stop campaigning for Mexico Joe. <laughs> I don't know. He probably, get, he probably gets a break because he went to IU also. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Um, how do we feel about Domas? 
this year? What do what do you want to see from him? I I I honestly I don't think much will change with him. I think I heard something about they're maybe going to try to get him and Miles on the floor together more. Yeah, and then they only played I think two minutes together all preseason. Yeah, um, which if you're wanting to experiment, preseason might be a time to, and, and to do did. that. Um, and Nate said something early on about them playing together, and he's trying to distance himself from that. So uh, I don't know if I. I think I think that's the key um, for the Pacer season, to be honest. Uh, if those two can play together, because ideally you want your five best players on the court, yeah. and I think Domas is one of the Pacers' five best players. Uh, so having him being able to play those two together, that's the key to unlocking your best offenses and your best lineups. Um, and there's a lot of potential there. I think two things need to happen, really. Um, Miles needs to be able to make people pay because when yeah. people go small, if you have those two on the floor, somebody has to, somebody's going to pay yeah. if Miles can post them up. Um, Domas, we already know he can take advantage. Uh, he can finish anything, really. He's, one, he's outstanding at finishing near the rim. One of the best rim uh, finishers. They're that guy. I just trust that guy in the paint. I just trust him. If if he had to post up, I don't like Garrett Temple. And yeah, that's if too, he if he missed the shot, you died. Shocked. I wouldn't take that. Garrett Temple is a pretty good defender. You would so you wouldn't you wouldn't bet your life that he, you uh, do that. He defended JJ Redick really well like ten years ago in college. That's my. Uh, no, I wouldn't bet my life on it. We we often play a game about Darren Collison shooting free throws. Would you bet, would you bet your life on that he's going to make this free throw? You get like two million dollars if he makes it, or you die if <laughs> uh, if he misses. And play the percentages: eighty five percent chance. I think eighty five yeah. to ninety. He just makes makes them every time. I think last time we played that, I never did it again. He missed it, so I would have been dead. Yeah, and thank God, you know. Thank God, thank God, Cameron didn't pull the trigger. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, to the new guys, oh Tyreek, what do we? I think he could be a big difference maker if he continues the success he had last year, which was on the shit can Grizzlies. Um, but I mean, if he can come in off the bench and give us like 13, 15 points a game, it's something we didn't really have last year. A guy who can run, really, truly run the second unit. Those pick and rolls with him and Domas in the preseason. It's a beautiful thing to watch. Yeah, I <clears throat> I was very – I didn't like the Tyreek signing uh, when it happened. And I feel like I'm kind of I'm kind of buying into it now. Um, just imagining a second unit, Tyreek and Domas on the second unit. They should destroy – yeah, yeah. Um, they should destroy every bench unit in the NBA outside of like Boston, maybe Toronto. Like there, that those guys should start on most teams. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I also like I'm torn in. There's a he's kind of I don't want to. He's not Russell Westbrook, but like the idea of Russell West Russell Westbrook and what he can do is greater than the impact that he has. Yeah, like greater than the positive impact because he does a lot of dumb stuff. Also, winning player. So, like, the idea is great, and Tyreek does all these things, and I feel like right now I'm buying in. I'm like, oh, yeah, he can make plays. He's, he's He can shoot. He's a better shooter than people give him credit for. 
But I feel like there's just something. I remember watching him with the Pelicans to watch and like really trying to get into Anthony Davis and just watching Tyreek run and pick and rolls and just treat Anthony Davis like he's Scott Pollard or something. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, he thinks he thinks he's the star. Um, So I'm I'm kind of ready to be frustrated and be let down uh, by Tyreek doing the Tyreek show. I think there's a reason why he's never won anything and never been good on a good team. Oh my God. Um, so <laughs> seriously, I mean, it sounds no, you're bad. Not, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But he's never – I mean, last year he had a great year on a Grizzlies team that had an injured Mark Gasol and injured Mike Conley for the entire year. So yeah. when he can run the show, he's going to get good numbers and your team is going to lose a lot of games. Um, so I don't know how well that will translate. Um I hope it does. I know he does good things. He's got good skills, um, but I don't know. I'm just I'm ready to be let down. Hopefully, he can he can be coached and doing it right. And Nate hopefully can uh, get his mind right. I mean, he seemed to trust. I mean, it's the preseason, but he seemed to really trust Domas. And I mean, there was one point. I think it was one of their last preseason games. He had a hand in like twelve points straight. I think he knocked down two threes, hit two pick and domos on two pick and rolls. Did some had a good inside bucket. He can do everything. It's a matter of if he can do the right things. And I'm interested too in like what he what he does when he plays with the starters or like. I don't. Thing, I don't want to see that. One thing that the Pacers lacked last year is flexibility. Um, they had really no flex every position I mean Corey Joseph plays point guard Darren Collison plays point guard Lance Stevenson is basically a shooting guard Victor Odipo is a shooting guard there's not there's no positional versatility and this year now with Tyreek and McDermott now there is or now there's potential to be Tyreek can really play one through three yeah um so how how seeing how well the players mix and seeing how Nate mixes those guys there's also not a I don't know that. I'm torn on like the lineups that they can do because with the starters, you wouldn't want – who do you take out? Yeah, exactly. Um, so I don't want to see anybody go. Yeah, and if if they do have to go, is somebody happy with that? Is Tyreek going to be happy if he, if he does play well? Is he going to be happy coming off the bench? You've got three point guards who – I mean, Darren Collison and Corey Joseph are definite rotation players. And Aaron Holiday, you would hope that he is. So if Tyreek and Victor Odipo, if they, you, I feel like you have to have Bojan on the court, yeah. Bojan or McDermott for shooting, preferably Bojan. So what do you do then? You know, like you I mean, it's not out, a bad problem to have. You take out, I guess, out of the starting lineup, you'd probably take out Thad. But do you would do you want Bojan at the four? I guess depending on his matchup. No. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be a lot of matchup possibilities, and I'm not yeah. sure if Nate is equipped to to play with him. I don't know if he's as modern as we would like him to be yeah. to toy around with different lineups and see how things work out. Um, and also, like they said, there might be. I mean, the paces are deep this year. Um, they only really lost Lance, so mm-hmm. you're adding Tyreek Evans, Doug McDermott, Aaron Holiday, Kylo Quinn. You're adding four rotation players, and there's only one spot that freed up. So um, does that mean that everyone plays less minutes except for maybe Vic or Miles? Who someone Is everyone going to be happy? Um, and that's one thing that 
it can be corny sometimes, but chemistry really seemed to play a big role with the Pacers last year. Yeah. Um, so will can that chemistry exist? I mean, we didn't even talk about like Edmund Sumter too, who had a great preseason. People yeah. are buying into him. But he was he. I think he was injured most of last year. Yeah, he was injured, and then he spent kind of rehabbing in Fort yeah. Wayne. I'd like to see him stay in Fort Wayne for a while, just. If you can, well, I'm not. Gonna, I wasn't say if you can dominate the G League, you should be able to play in the NBA. But I'm pretty sure Pierre Jackson is like the best G League player of all time. Yeah. So I mean, who knows? It's a good problem to have, uh, but it still might be a problem. Um, finding your best lineups, uh, toying with things that might might have some issues early on um, that you have to figure out. But still, um, it's a good problem to have. Yeah, it's a classic problem. When I mentioned uh, Bowie on at the four, I just started thinking when we had an old pod where he says somebody got dog walked. And I just want to start mate. I want I want a button that we can hit. If I can say Bowie on at the four, click dog walked. Yeah. A pre-recorded dog walk. Yeah, we, we need a dog walk segment. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Who got dog walked in last night's NBA action? So you heard it here first. Dog walking. Dog walk. Um, Doug McDermott. Uh, hit, hit some threes and defend to the best of your ability, Doug. Yeah. Love you. I saw the Indy Star thing today saying he wants to be the next Kyle Corver. Yeah, and I saw I, that. That's a, probably a bit too optimistic, but I do have a, a long-standing theory on shooters in the NBA, and it's that you would think that coming into the NBA, shooting is the skill that translates best. If you can shoot anywhere, if you can shoot in college, you can shoot in the NBA. And in theory, that's true. But you have to learn how to get your shot off. Why did Kyle Korver spend like his first five, six years on the bench? Why did he make an all-star team at age like 32? Why is J.J. Redick better after 30 than he was? He could barely get in the rotation in Orlando early on. There's a, there's a lot of guys, a lot of shooters uh, who started off slow. And, and I, I'm like McDermott, he started off kind of slow. He's been traded for peanuts. Um, he was traded for nothing last year, basically. Um, so I don't know. He's a, even though he's a little bit older because he spent his time in college, it still is a different level. Um, so maybe there's a different, maybe there's another level for him to shoot. To, you, you figure out how to move without the ball a lot more. So, I mean, there's nuances that hopefully can add to his game to be better here and more effective than he's been. And maybe he's meant to be a guy on like Kyle Corver is a good guy on good teams, but you wouldn't yeah. want him on a bad team like yeah. the Cleveland Cavaliers or something. <laughs> um, but he would make sense on a good team. So maybe he's a guy who is always a good player, but he'll just have more of an impact on a team that figures to be in the top four or five of the Eastern Conference. Yeah, um, Kyle Quinn. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, not sure what his role is. He's just I like, like a him. cleanup guy, maybe. Yeah, I like him. If you're, um, if you're getting out rebounded, throw Kyle in. If somebody's if somebody's throwing miles around in the paint, you can throw Kyle Quinn in. He's not going to get thrown around. Yeah. He's not like an elite defender, but he's not going to get thrown he's around. He's a mountain of a man. Yeah. I don't. One thing though, I don't like is on media day. He said uh, they asked what he brings to the table, and he said personality. And I I don't like that. <laughs> Bring some something on. I, I mean, I I enjoy a good personality. That's why we love Lance, though. Yeah. If Lance had the personality of Tyreek Evans, you wouldn't really care about Lance as much as we do. Yeah. I. But also, he's 
I feel like he's more capable than his his role will be. So I, I can't see him. He's not going to play over Miles, Thad, or Domas. He's a really good passer too for a big man. I just I don't know, and we don't play. I mean, there's a lot of small ball lineups. So if you play somebody smaller at the four, then then Domas at the five, then what? Where does Kyle Quinn figure in? Um, but I do like that if. One of them is to get hurt, and it's a long season. Somebody's gonna miss games. If, if Kylo can step Quinn, up and he's and fill that role, yeah, he's like, yeah, he's a cleanup guy, and there's nothing wrong with that. I like him a lot. I was I wanted him before he was even rumored to be here, and we when he came, I was excited. And but I, you know, I'm not here thinking he's gonna put up twenty and ten. If he can average four and six on the year, with you know, I'd be happy because he's probably gonna get limited minutes. Yeah. Uh, basketball reference projections 14.5 and 11.9 per 36, which means he'll play like five minutes and put up four and four. But I, I just like having that security there, uh, knowing that if somebody's in foul trouble, if somebody's injured, it's not the end of the world. Yeah, he um, can come in and he can, he can do the damn thing. Do the damn thing. Now, for a for a young guy, I've really never been a fan of not a new guy. Um, T.J. Leaf, this has got to be your year, my guy. And I, I mean, he had a pretty decent preseason. Again, that doesn't mean anything. He had a terrible summer league. So I mean, so what, none of that really means anything until we see him on the court. But I, like, he just doesn't really do anything in the paint. He can hit an open three. He bricked, airballed, multiple mid-range shots. Like, what is he good at? Uh, he came out as like a stretch four or whatever, but like, is he going to be that? Is he going to be an NBA player? Yeah, I I don't know what to hope for. Um, he did put up 13 and 12 on the Rockets in preseason in 34 minutes. Uh, did another 13 and 6 against the Cavs, uh, but I don't know. In 34 minutes of preseason action, um, I don't know. That's not lighting the world on fire here. Um, but, yeah, he looked really bad at the start in, in summer league before picking it up a little bit. Um, does look like he's beefed up a little bit, which is good because he looked real thin last year. Um, and I don't know. He's another guy, too. Like I think he's – like you've seen him shoot around. He's a great open shooter. He's got great form. Um, but it's just everything else you have to be passable at to get on the court. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Like you see it with Ryan Anderson in Houston. Like he's a great world class shooter, and he was getting played off the floor pretty pretty regularly, and they had to just dump him off for nothing. Um, so I don't know. Best case scenario, I don't know what that what that would be for him. I mean, if. I, yeah, I don't know. I didn't even know. I don't even know what to say. Like, sure, sure would be nice to have OG. Uh, yeah, Obi. Yeah. But, hey. Yeah. Who? Who? Who am I? Who would have thought that? Who would have thought it? He. Who would have thought that an athletic wing that can play defense and defend almost every position would be young Ron Ron, where it would be worth more than a a stretch four who probably can't stay on the floor in playoff matchups. Yeah, in, I, in 2018, who would have thought that, you know? I, mean, I say I, I'm worried that after this year, I, I'm assuming his rookie deal is probably up after this year. 
Now he'll have two more years. Or, two I mean, more years option. after? He'll have op- I mean, team options. Uh, well, I hope they I hope they don't pick it up, but I hope <laughs> if they do pick it up, it's probably just be going to be because he was a first round pick. And I hate that because you don't – he's a first-round pick. You don't want to let him go. But if he's not good, he's not good. So could I don't get, know. Could get minutes stole by uh, Alizé. Yeah, Alizé. 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 I like, I like him. Alizé. I like him. He's a he's a skilled big man. All right, he's not skilled, but he can rebound and he can, dri- he can dribble and drive. He can move. Like he's that. athletic. He's I like fluid. A guy, I like a guy who can grab a rebound and, and run the fast break by himself. Yeah, there's there's some upside with him. I I lock him. He he might be reading <coughs> to watch a watch a Fort Wayne game too. Can stream? Yeah, we'll illegally stream Fort Wayne Madness games all day. Um, so it doesn't seem like there's any crazy expectations for any of the players. But how about the team? And let me let me give you this question. Fire away. Can this team win 50 games this year? Yes. Now, they, do you uh, think they can, or do you think it's pretty highly likely? I think they can. I would I'd give it like a 47% chance, just just under more, more likely. I'd say it's a little uh, less likely than not. The Pacers, I think, I believe they won 48 games last year, and that's – I mean, Oladipo missed seven games, and uh, in there, in those games, they were zero and seven. So you figure if he—I mean, it's hard to bank on a guy playing all eighty-two, but also if you just win a game or two without him, um, it doesn't. And you'd figure they're bringing back everybody except for Lance. There's a lot of continuity here. Um, I mean, Al Jefferson too, but I don't didn't have that. Say he role. played a big a big part in the locker room, but eh, yeah, that's not going to drop you by wins. I feel like. Yeah, so bringing back the same group, having being a little deeper, um, they did have young guys like I mean, I would still say Oladipo, Miles, Domas, uh, a lot of guys with their best days ahead of them. So I think that it, it's extremely believable to think they'll win fifty games, have a two win improvement by adding Tyree, Doug McDermott, Aaron Holiday, Kyle Quinn, adding those guys without losing much other than Lance. I mean, you would think there'd be some sort of improvement. Yeah. Um, I would be extremely happy with it. I mean, when's the last time they won 50 games? Shit. Roy, Roy they, what was that? Did they win 50 games? Yeah, I think they won like 50. Got the one seed. Hang that banner. Yeah. <laughs> so, do. What what is how many wins do you think they can get then? If it's over fifty, what's their max? I don't think they can get too many over fifty. Um, fifty three maybe. Yeah, I would say if they were to win fifty five, I'd be very very surprised. If they hit uh, sixty, will you will you take a, a six shooter Jameson with me? Absolutely. Good. Let's do it outside the hospital. I promise. Um, so I mean, obviously, you win fifty, fifty-three games. You're we'll making- do it in front of the Reggie Miller mural downtown. That's being uh, is that? Did they start and, that yet? Yeah. Where's it supposed to be at? I have no idea. Some some building, but shout out Reggie. Yeah. You know, yeah, let's do it. Big Thanks. up to Reggie. Um, so fifty, fifty-three wins. You're you're gonna make the playoffs. Can they win the division? Do you think? Because your only threat is the Bucks. Yes, the I. 
I I kind of if I were to do a preseason ranking, I'd probably have the Pacers. Uh, I think I'd have them fifth uh, behind Boston and Toronto. Boston, and Toronto for sure. Like they'll they'll be better. Yeah. Um, in the regular season, I feel like the worst. rest of it's up in the. Yeah, I feel like they could be anywhere from three, anywhere from three to six. But I, I kind of give an edge to Milwaukee and Philadelphia, uh, just because Philadelphia has got Embiid, um, who I would take. I mean, it, I love Oladipo. Giannis is better. Yeah. Embiid is better. Simmons could be better. This year, uh, long term, I'd take Simmons, but right now, I'd probably take the Figure. take the take the wing. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know. I I'd really believe in Milwaukee this year, um, as a team ready to make the jump. So I would take them slightly over, but by like a game or two. Yeah. If the Pacers can steal some games, or those are I feel like those are gonna be some really really good games because I mean they know too that they're probably the only threat in the division. It's the only one standing between them and the division title. So I feel like they're every every Pacers and and Milwaukee game this year is going to be a dogfight. I hope, anyways. But I don't. I mean, who do we have that could even compete with Giannis? I don't. No, that's, that, what's, that's what's scary. And they got a lot of length too. Every single person they got, every one they got on the court is just lengthy. They could probably almost, if they put their wingspan all the way out, I bet there'd be very small gaps in between players and go around the three-point line. Like, that's a that's a long team. Yeah, I I don't know if I would build my defense around that. Um, no, but I, I know, I'm just still. around. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, they're long, the Pacers, um, not not as much. And they don't have that lengthy wing um, who can defend. I mean, well, yeah, if you were to – probably defend one through five. I mean, Oladipo's the best wing defender, and he's 6'4", so – He's not That's really that, Yeah, you're not going to throw him. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know what you would do with Giannis. That would be a, a bad matchup for him alone. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, I would agree. I think it's possible they win. But That's they, probably they, they, one they've, had, they've had injuries. The Bucks have had injuries for the last, like, two years. Yeah. They, have, they barely played with all five starters on the floor together. Because somebody was always injured, Brogdon or Chris yeah, Middleton. Brogdon missed some. Jabari Parker has missed like half of his career, um, and he's gone now. But I, I like what they've done. They got a much better coach. Uh, they had a bottom three coaching situation last year, and now Budenholzer. He's probably a top half of the league, top twelve, top ten coach. Um, who's going to use Giannis correctly? And they also added shooting with Ersan and Brooke Lopez and. Those aren't huge signings, but we saw how good Philly was last year with when they added some shooters, even though it was just Ursan and Bellinelli, and that made their lineup so much more deadlier. Um, so adding some shooting around Giannis, that was much needed. Um, so I think the Pacers can win 50 games and still be around the five seed. I think the East is, yeah. is so much better this year. Yeah, I, especially with Kawhi coming over. He lose LeBron, but... I mean, I I wouldn't be completely shocked that Cavs could still sneak into the playoffs somehow. I'd be shocked. I think they're going to really suck. Do you think the Bulls would be better than the Cavs? Yes. I love Laurie. Love Laurie. He's out for a while, though. He is. I still love him. Chris Dunn's coming into his own. 
Uh, Jabari just looked good in preseason, but Jabari, Jabari. Um, so how deep can they get in the playoffs? I, I mean, it kind of depends on the draw, <clears throat> I know, so it's kind of hard to predict, but... Yeah, I, I mean, I think there's a... Man, I don't, I don't. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna play one of the the teams that just sneak into the playoffs. Probably, I'd be very surprised if they made the conference finals. Uh, just because I expect Boston and Toronto to be top two. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think this is a second round playoff team. But is so when Kawhi was really blowing up, he had a really really good team around him. I mean, Duncan, Ginobili, Parker, they were all on the decline. Yeah, but they were still who they are. And Popovich. Does, is Toronto really going to be that good with him, Kyle Lowry, who's is he even a top 10 point guard in the league? I'd probably, say so. Probably barely, maybe, or just barely out of it. Like Valencia Eunice. Like, he doesn't – I mean, they're pretty deep. Like, they, I feel like they just don't have any, like, really, really good players. It's just they had the Kyle same Lowry. team last year. They won. Yeah, and play, they, got, right? they got ousted. Yeah, but DeRozan basically got benched in the playoffs. Replaced that with a top six, seven player in the NBA if he's healthy. Um, <laughs> they fired their coach and got him there. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think they're – I think they're deadly. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't why. be shocked if they weren't that good, though. I mean, I think they'll they'll be yeah. good, but I wouldn't be shocked if they weren't that good. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if they took a step back. I feel like they're better. They're uh, more ready for the playoffs this year, and a little less ready for the regular season. Um, just teams like they they were built for the regular season. They they lost some depth. Um, Kyle Lowry, I can see him taking a step back. He's he's getting older. Point guards typically don't age too well. Um, Danny Green, he didn't play that well last year. He's a I mean, he's there now. Uh, Van Vliet played out of his mind last year. Who knows if he'll if if he's due for a little regression. Surge. Ibaka, he's, he's not even thirty, is he? That's pretty crazy. I think he's like what is he? Twenty eight, twenty nine. I feel like he's been in the league for like fifteen years. Yeah, I mean, there's there's some debate over his age too. So, uh, um, so yeah, he's yeah he's 29, but it feels that's like crazy. he's like 35. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, but yeah, he's I mean, taking a step back. He's um, he's a, he's a starting power forward, but he's he's not gonna he's not gonna put you over the hump or anything. Like he's not that guy. I'm not worried about him. I wouldn't try to dunk on him. Still got former. Uh, I probably wouldn't. Former probably. Pacers, uh, one of our most likely. Still got CJ Miles. Yeah, I and just, they got OG. Uh, so I, yeah, they're gonna be a really like good team defensive better. team. But I just, I don't. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm an idiot. But I'm I, just not that. I'm not, not that scared of. So them. do you think that the Pacers will finish better than Toronto? Do I think they will? Probably not. But would I be completely shocked if they didn't, or if they did? No. I can hope, but I, I if, they're, if they're if if Kawhi is okay and he plays 
55 to 75 games, I would be surprised. No, I'm, I expect them to be good. I expect them to be second to the Celtics. But I just feel like they could disappoint. So how do you feel about Philly and Milwaukee? Milwaukee has Giannis. Giannis is going to – he's probably going to have a crazy year. He's probably going to be in the MVP race. He's my MVP pick. He's – this is going to be his year, I think. So he's going to go nuts. Like his stats, uh, he's going to put up stuff that we've never seen he's, It's going to be like the the LeBron thing. Like if LeBron's on TV, you're going to watch it. Even if you hate the Lakers <laughs> or if you've hated the Cavs in the past or you hated the Heat, you're going to watch LeBron because he's entertaining. That's how Giannis is going to be. I hope they got a lot of national TV games. Cause Giannis, last year he averaged 27, 10, and 5 with one and a half steals and 1.4 blocks. And he shot 52%. 53, basically. He's going to put up crazy numbers. Yeah. He's going to get better. He's going to get more assists. Like, he's going to be used correctly. He – I heard one – I think it was the starters. They were mentioning, like, who their MVP pick was. And one of them said 32 – like, Giannis would average 32, 10, and 7. And I think 32 is probably a bit much. That's or uh, awesome. 32, 12, and 7. I was like, that's nuts. And he's going to get over – he's going to get close to – closer to two steals and two blocks. Like those – if you did one of those things where you just say, like, oh, this guy averaged this many points, rebounds, this, who – no one else has done that before in NBA history. Like that – he's going to do that for an entire season. Yeah. I, I, so I think he's – it's going to be crazy. Um, Philly – He's I'm, not even 24 yet. I'm still not really worried about Philly, though. I mean, we don't have anybody that can really compete with Embiid. But I, they just that would be Miles. Did they, when they, we when we want to bolt Miles up and make him stronger yeah, and tougher, if you can compete with him. You don't have to shut him down, but if you can compete with him and hold him to like 18, 19, yeah. 20 points, if you can get, I'll be if, happy. If Miles can get like seventy five to eighty percent of what Embiid gets, that's a win. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like Ben Simmons. I'm not that – like, he can't really score any other way than bowling his way to the basket. Um, they got – who'd they add? Wilson Chandler. Is he going to put them over the hump? Markel Fultz, kind of. Mark, if Markel Fultz comes back and is, you know, really good. I mean, they're, they're probably going to be yeah, better. He's probably the uh, Instagram player of the summer. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of workout videos. Instagram MVP. Uh, they want you to know that the first pick in last year's draft can shoot an eighteen foot jumper in an open <laughs> gym now. Finally, yeah. So I mean, you don't you don't know what you're going to get out of Folds. So I don't I don't know what to think of him. I mean, if he is good, and then Giannis has a crazy season, and the Raptors don't disappoint, I could see where the Pacers get to a five seed because you they they're a really good complete team, but. If Vic's out, it's not a very good team. Yeah. I It's like the if the one of the big three, which I'm gonna refer to the 76ers, big three is Fultz, Simmons, and Bead. If one of those guys is out, they're still gonna be okay, just like we saw last year. You know. Is that TJ McConnell hate? <laughs> we love we love TJ McConnell around here. Around here. Good player. Uh, good player. Yeah, so I there you can just I guess you could probably figure that out about any team of what's 
how are they going to have a good season? How are they going to have a bad season? But it's yet to be seen. That's the way it is. That's how it is. That's why the NBA is great. And that's the Eastern Eastern Conference is finally coming I back. I think they're back. I, they're coming back. It's close to even, uh, except for the Warriors. Like the yeah. West just has the Warriors. Yeah. But it's coming back, and I think it's going to be a super, like super Rock exciting. Celtics, that'd be such a fun series. I think it's going to be a super exciting season. And I, for the last few years, I was kind of a, you know, if I can't get at least Craig DeVault club level tickets to a Pacer <laughs> game, I really don't want to go. I don't want to sit up high. I'd rather just watch it at home and comfort of my own house on TV. Not now. But, but this year, yeah, I just want to get in there. I just want to be there and feel Smell it. Smell it. Because the few the few games I went to last year, I probably went from, I don't know, like five to seven, something like that. And every single game, it was just absolutely nuts. And they were all early in the year when Vic was going crazy and hitting pull-up threes to win the game. And I think that happened at like three of the games I went to. I just want to feel that again. <laughs> I want that feeling. And we haven't had it for a long, long time. So yeah. this is a season where you just you just want to you want to be there. I'll pay I'll pay seventeen dollars and sit in the in the seventeenth row of the two hundred level and I'll be all right. You just want to experience it. Smell the atmosphere. Grab some popcorn. I think steak and shake is being sold at games this year. I'm not gonna miss a Wednesday night home game this year. I'm going Start to Wednesday. I'm, I'm going. I'm going to Kilroy's before. I'm getting half price drinks. Oh God! Yeah, it's got. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a good year, boys. If you go and girls, uh, come on over and uh, talk some Pacers with us. You know. Yeah, you see us. Either. Holla at your boy um, on Twitter. You can find me at JTD the IV, and my my partner here. Partner, uh, shout love, out to Quinn Buckner. Shout out to Quinn. We need to do a Quinn Buckner podcast. God. It's like Quinn and Chris appreciation. Uh, I, would, I would pay them to we'll get, them, get them on the podcast. Oh, God. Uh, but I, I'm Cameron Stewart. Uh, you yes. can find me at that man Cam if you see me at Gilroy's. And uh, you find us on Twitter and look at our pictures so you recognize us. And let's do some Vegas bombs. We'll, we'll buy you. Ve- I'll buy you a Vegas bomb. Hell, that's a promise. Hell, that's at least you don't just fuck. Don't get the, a free Vegas bomb, boy. Get a free Vegas bomb from Taylor and not me with the uh, <laughs> with a bonus. What a promo code, the West Siders. Nah, but, uh, you just you just got a raise, homie. You're buying shots too. Nah, man. I promise it for him. Thanks Sorry. for listening to the West Siders podcast. We're back at it. Booyaka.